All right, so welcome back to the Modern Dealer Business Development Podcast for January 10th, 2024. It's the first podcast of the year, um, and so I hope you guys had a great New Year's, um, and uh, things are just going great for that uh, for that first week so far into the new year. Today, I want to talk about your follow-up and um, how it sucks. Reality, guys, is that... Um, I do a lot of mystery shopping in my um, capacity, right? Both being a BDC director and also being a consultant. I mystery shop myself. I mystery shop my competition. And I mystery shop you. Um, And I'm here to tell you that it's inconsistent. It's not thought out. I I almost said it's not well thought out, but it's not thought out at all. Oftentimes, it doesn't make any damn sense. You've got formatting issues or you have people that are completing tasks that involve emails that are simply in task completion mentality. So we're sending nonsense gibberish to our customers. We're looking silly when those customers are raising their hands and expressing um, interest in, in making the second largest purchase of their life, and they're choosing it to do it through the most effective medium for converting a lead to a delivered unit, and we aren't set up to do anything other than fumble the ball 99% of the time, that is the case, guys. Your follow-up sucks, and I'm talking to you and everybody else that's listening to this podcast. I can tell you right now, unless you've you've re- evaluated, reevaluated, I should say, your, your, um, your templates every six months, minimally. I do it every 90 days. When's the last time you've reevaluated your email templates, for example? There's a very good chance you've never done it, right? Here's the thing, guys. If you're using stock email templates and stock response templates, what you're doing is you're using the same type of campaign for an auto trader customer. Um, that you're using, say, for a you know Kelly Blue Book um, instant ICO, instant cash offer customer, and obviously those are two very different customers with two very different needs. But right now, your process is not set up to distinguish, to discern the difference between those customers. And so you end up talking about something that doesn't make any sense to your customer, something your customer doesn't want, something they don't need. So what you need to do is, you know, a lot of people ask me, hey, you know, what's the best way to set this up? Internet department, sales department, handling my internet leads, phone calls, follow up, um, you know, lease returns, equity, buyback, um, self-generated referrals. Should I have my floor do that or should I have my floor selling face-to-face, toe-to-toe, and having a BDC complement that, having a BDC and an internet sales department. The reality, guys, is the answer is, is, is this, and you may not like it, 
The solution is the one that you're willing to commit to and follow through with because any of those options can work if you're willing to commit to the option and follow through with it. Um, In my personal opinion, a dealership that um, adopts a, a BDC Um, in a traditional BDC sense where your BDC representatives are setting those appointments for your sales personnel. Um, and you know, they're, they're complimenting the sales staff in, you know, kind of where their weak points are and the sales point or sales team is, is, is really complimenting, um, you know, what we can't do. And, and there's no overlap, right? And that's, that's the most effective way to run uh, a BDC in a dealership is to make sure that everybody's complimenting everybody else's weaknesses, but we're not stepping on feet. We're not creating animosity. We're, we're one team, one mission. And, um, there's a, a lot of little things that you can do that can either, um, help bridge the divide between like what might seem like two departments. They're really not right. The BDC falls under your sales department. Um, and those of you who don't think that this is a true sales job, it is. And you need to know that. You need to understand that. You're looking for salespeople, but not your traditional salespeople in this role. You're looking for slightly different characteristics um, for the most part. Every once in a while, I find a, you know, a unicorn that, that's a good fit for both you know, sales floor and also can you know, follow the talk tracks is disciplined enough to, you know, make the phone calls and and do all of those activities. And while we're talking about activities, guys, I want to talk about, go back to kind of the, 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 the point of the podcast, which is that your follow-up sucks. Many times what happens is that whether it's our sales, BDC, our internet personnel that are working our CRM, those individuals become task-minded. Give me a second to take a sip of water. Sorry. Um, those individuals become, you know, kind of, not kind of, they become very task-minded. And, and while that's not necessarily a bad thing, I guess what I mean by that is, is that if your reps right now, if your BDC reps, your internet sales reps have 300, 400, 500 tasks in their to-do list, they're not working the process. They're not working the, the process that's been put in place. And most of your BDC, most of your internet sales agents have hundreds or at least dozens and dozens, but often hundreds of overdue tasks. And that simply means one of two things. Actually, oftentimes it means both. Um, It it simply means that there's no process that we've bought into. So everybody's doing what they want, when they want. Um, and, and and, And at the same time, it means that we're focused on clicking complete in our CRM more than we are actually... Um, investing quality effort into that task itself. And oftentimes um, when a compensation plan, when a pay plan uh, can 
without intending to do so incentivize that kind of activity, you can set yourself up for some problems. So definitely make sure you're putting a compensation plan in place that, um, that, you know, recognizes and, um, uh, you know, puts value into the activities that generate sales and profitability. Uh, but at the same time, make sure that you're not, um, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're not, uh, incentivizing bad activity. I've seen that happen many times and those little details matter, right? Your comp plan matters in all these different ways. Um, because you're always going to have people that are trying to game the system. But if you're bought into the same process, if we're all following the same program, if we have, um, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, a three-week, a four-week, you know, manual follow-up process. And, and after that, we have, you know, our automated processes take over, you know, and uh, freeing our BDC agents up to, you know, handle more of the, the fresh stuff. If we're, if we're actually working those leads, you know, our internet leads for, you know, two, three weeks and, and then just, you know, allowing um, the process that we've put in place that in, in most cases, you don't have that process in place to, to turn it over to that process. Um, so your follow-up sucks. Um, the good news is, is that every other dealership out there is in the same damn boat as you and their follow-up sucks too. Um, so it becomes a race to the bottom. It becomes a, a matter of who's got the lowest, you know, priced car. Um, certainly, you know, if we're talking about a new car and, and, and so that's, you know, you've got to set yourself apart. You've got to have a well-run BDC. It's got to be based on, um, you know, it's gotta be, you've got to run your BDC folks, um, in, in more sustainable ways. Those of you that have BDCs, um, scattered throughout your, um, your dealerships, uh, you know, whether you have four or five or six dealerships or, or, or more, those of you that have single point business development centers, guys, you need to take a long, hard look at, um, centralizing your business development center initiative. It simply makes all the sense in the world to do so. And it makes no sense to have these, um, standalone, um, you know, call centers with two or three people in them. Um, at any given time, you might have two people in one. Um, so right away you don't have the energy, you don't have the camaraderie, um, you have one or two people stuffed in a closet somewhere who've been given little to no training, certainly probably almost a thousand percent of the time, no continuing training. Um, and, and worse, your BDC managers oftentimes don't get training on how to run the BDC, how to hire, how to recruit, how to select, how to train, how to onboard, how to hold these reps, not only accountable by the day, the month, you know, um, but by the hour. And, um, so if you're a dealer that has, I mean, I, I did a post about this, um, you know, today, um, on LinkedIn. And if you're a dealer who has multiple BDCs, guys, there are so many advantages to installing a centralized BDC. First of all, you're going to have streamlined communication. You're going to have streamlined word tracks, streamlined expectations, streamlined 
um, you know, not just expectations, but expectations at higher, right? So, you know, you're going to have a rep progression standard. Right now, from store to store, nothing is consistent in your BDCs, right? And the first point of contact that your customers have with your dealership from store to store, there is nothing that's consistent. I'm talking response time expectations. I'm talking about what's said, how it's said, whether we call, whether we text, whether we email, in what order. Folks, 2024 is the year that dealers that want to matter in 2025 will be investing in a business development center um, group-wide, right? Um, Not just a room, right? Not just a building or a centralized BDC, but a business development mindset and a business development, um, you know, an overall business development strategy for their dealership that goes further than just a room or just a big room or a big building that houses our centralized BDC for our group. We need to be... um, we need to be putting this stuff in uh, really in priority one for 2024. And those of you guys that are off at conferences and buying shiny tech and are letting the front door, you know, you're letting the front door of, of, of your dealership, your leads go unresponded, go ignored after maybe one half-hearted attempt. Folks, let me break it down for you. Customers... Um, some oftentimes require 10, 20, 30 touches, meaning phone calls, you know, voicemails, emails, texts before they engage with us in the BDC, right? I just got off the phone today with a dealer that, um, I, he reached out to me a little over a year ago and I've not been able to get in touch with him. I've called him, I've emailed him, uh, I've tried to connect with him on LinkedIn and a year and a couple months after the fact, um, I finally got a hold of him today. And he was grateful that, you know, I had, I had continued to, to follow up with him. And it's like, look, if I don't practice what I preach in the BDC, what good am I? I'm the guy that, that supposedly is going to come in and make your BDC great, right? So if I don't practice what I preach, I'm not going to do much for you. Um, but we need to have processes in place where your reps are bought into the process. They're expected to follow the process. There are consequences for not following the process. And, um, you know, we're intervening when people deviate from our process much quicker, right? We're using things like the go, you know, the digital go green board and the BDC, um, so that we can, you know, interact in real time with our BDC reps on the hour, every hour, um, both acknowledging, you know, areas for improvement, but also able at this point now, since we're, you know, really running the thing um, a little differently, we're able to, you know, um, acknowledge great behavior, right? And, and, uh, and praise that, um, which is going to improve uh, morale, right? Crazy idea, right? Um, because we don't have any retention problems at all, right? So folks, um, Colin Thomas, if I can help in any way, um, I'm just a, a call away, 708-733-5463, 708-REDLINE. That's all the time I have for today. Until next time.